Hello, welcome to the Much More Podcast, a production of Inside the Lines Ministries. Uh, Inside the Lines exists uh, to give the good news about Jesus Christ uh, to inmates in prison institutions all over the United States uh, using the tool of sports. In fact, if you have looked this podcast up, you might just be one of those uh, inmates that was at an event uh, we held there at your institution, whether it was basketball, uh, volleyball, or soccer, or maybe something, an even odd sport that has not been played there in quite some time. You will know that uh, when we were there at your institution, we always take time as a ministry to preach the gospel. That is basically a word that means good news. The good news of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. The good news that he died on a cross so that we could be forgiven of our sins. And uh, once someone turns to Jesus for salvation, they repent of their sins and they believe on him that he took uh, their place on that cross so that they could go free. Uh, They are given a home in heaven. Uh, They are given forgiveness. But the object, uh, the point of this podcast is for us to take a look throughout Scripture at what we have now uh, that we are forgiven, that we are on our way to heaven. What do we have in Christ now? I will tell you there is much more to learn about our good and wonderful God uh, found in Scripture. It may be that while we are at your institution, you received a book by Jonathan Washer entitled Much More. And this podcast will simply follow along with that book. And so if you're working on the book, you can also listen to the podcast. And so let's jump right in. The bad news is, is that we have to start with the bad news. I don't know if you've ever been asked that question. Uh, do you want the good news or the bad news first? Uh, I seem to like to hear the bad news first so that I can walk away Uh, knowing uh, the good news. And uh, so let's jump right into the bad news. Nobody wants to hear it, uh, but we have to talk about the bad news if we're going to get to the good news. One of the first verses that you're going to fill out in your book, in that bunch more book, uh, right away is found in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, where it says this, Wherefore, as by one man, sin entered the world, and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. If you were listening uh, carefully to that verse, you will notice that it says the word sin and death, sin and death and sin over and over again. I don't know about you, but that sounds like some bad news to me. So let's start by talking about sin. Let's talk about where sin itself came from. We have to go all the way back to the beginning of the Bible. You can flip your Bible to Genesis, uh, read the first four chapters of Genesis, and you'll see exactly where sin came from. Now, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, He created everything in those six days. On the seventh day, he rested. But part of his creation was creating man. He created Adam, and then he created Eve. And they were perfect. In fact, they had the opportunity to actually walk with God. The Bible says that God would walk with them in the cool of the day. And if you read your Bible, you will notice in several places all throughout Scripture, it talks about the holiness of God. In other words, he is separate from sin. He cannot be in the presence of sin. He is righteous. Uh, The angels cry out all the time that he is holy. So, for him to be able to fellowship with Adam and Eve, must mean that they were absolutely perfect. Everything was great. 
But the Bible says that God gave them one simple command. He said that you can eat of any tree that you would like in the Garden of Eden. He had placed them in a garden, an absolutely perfect garden. They could eat of any tree that they want except for one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so everything was going great until Satan, in the form of a serpent, comes to Eve uh, to tempt her. He makes her doubt what God had actually commanded them to do and not to do. He says something like, hath God said. And so Eve falls for the temptation of the serpent. And then she takes that fruit and she goes to Adam and presents a choice to him whether or not he was going to obey God. And Adam chooses to sin. And so from that point on, they begin to understand that they had done wrong. They had been disobedient to God. There had been no problem for them to be walking in the Garden of Eden without any clothes on. And now at this point, they are ashamed that they are without clothes on. So they make themselves uh, some clothes of figs and they hide. And God comes to them and says, why are you hiding? What is the, the problem? And they have to confess that they had eaten of the fruit that God told them not to eat of. And so because of their disobedience, God had to cast them out of the garden and he had to, he could not come and, and fellowship with them in the cool of the day because now they are sinners. And so that's where we get to Romans chapter 5 verse 12. It says this, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world, and death by sin. You don't have to go very far in the Bible to see that even from Adam and Eve comes children, and one of their children uh, rises up and slays the other child. And uh, so right away we see that death has appeared unto all men. Adam and Eve eventually died, but in a way they spiritually died too. They were spiritually separated from a holy, loving God because of their choice. And the same is true for you and I, because we are also born sinners. The Bible says in Romans 5.19, For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. So by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. So we have no choice in the matter. You say, well, if I was there and God had given me the choice to obey, uh, I would have obeyed. I would have done exactly what God wanted me to do because what an opportunity I would have had to fellowship with God. Well, the, the fact of the matter is we all would have made the same decision that Adam and Eve did. We all would have made the same decision to go our own way. Really, you, you could see this if you simply take a baby, a young baby, uh, born uh, to new parents, and uh, they love that little baby, and everything is sweet and wonderful, and until that baby begins to cry. And as that baby gets older, uh, two, three, four years old, you will notice that that child does not always do exactly what he's supposed to do. There is a selfishness uh, tendency uh, to cry to get uh, his or her own way. Why? Because they are born sinners. They are born wanting to have that tendency, that propensity, to simply disobey and go the wrong way. And so all of us are born sinners. We're all born uh, disobedient. Other unfairness, if we want to put it that way, but it's going to be directed toward us for good. Let me give you 1 Corinthians 15, verse 21. It says this, For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, 
And here's the wonderful news we're going to get to later. Even so, in Christ shall all be made alive. So, we see that in Adam, all die. And so, we have got to come to the place where we confess that we are in Adam. And we are guilty. I heard an illustration from a famous missionary named Watchman Nee. Uh, who said, if you simply take a piece of paper and you stick that piece of paper anywhere in that book and you ship that book overseas, let's say you ship it to another country, uh, the piece of paper is going to go with that book. Why? Because that piece of paper is in the book. The book doesn't show up and then the paper shows up later. It shows up together. Why? Because the paper's in the book. It's a simple illustration to show us that we are in Adam. But you hang on to that illustration because on a few podcasts from now, uh, we are going to look at the fact that because we are in Christ now, we have liberty and we have forgiveness and we have the mercy of God. Okay, so let's say that uh, maybe all of us are born wonderful people with wonderful hearts. Let's just pretend that uh, that the truth that we just lack, looked at doesn't apply to us that of being an Adam. We all die because we're all sinners. Okay, so we're born with wonderful hearts. Well, the problem is, the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 20, Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound. So, in other words, God gave the law to the group of Israelites in the Old Testament. Uh, there's many books in the Bible that talk about it. And the law itself was not given necessarily to see if the Israelites could keep it. Because if you take a look at all the laws in the Old Testament, there's some 613 laws. There is no way that a person could keep all of those. But the Bible says the law was given to us as a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. In other words, it was to show us that we can't keep the law. There is no way that we can somehow keep the law. So when the law entered, it showed us that we sin. So let's just pretend that uh, we're really not that bad of a person. Well, let's just take uh, the picture of a tree and its branches. Uh, obviously, whatever you plant in that soil um, is going to come out um, as a uh, on those branches of that tree or that uh, vegetable, whatever it is that you're growing. Let's just say that you plant an orange seed, you will get uh, an orange tree. The same is true what Jesus said, that what is in the heart uh, will come out. And so, if, a, if at the heart of a person there is goodness and righteousness and perfection, and so their actions and their thoughts will be perfect and righteous. But we understand that's not the case. You understand that for yourself, and I know that for myself, uh, that the Bible says in the book of Jeremiah, our heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And so, what we have to simply do is for, for, for us to look at the branches of of what we think, what we do, and as we look at those branches, it goes back uh, to the heart of the matter that we are all sinners. Again, let's take the commands that we were given, the law that God gave. Let's just simply take uh, the Ten Commandments. Uh, how about, let's just take ones like, Thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and honor the Sabbath day to keep it holy, thou shalt not kill. And so you take those commands the question is, how well have you done at obeying those commands? Well, you say, preacher, uh, I, I've only disobeyed one or maybe two of those. I'm not that bad of a person. Uh, it's really not that big a deal. Well, the Bible says that because of your sin, you have fallen short of the glory of God. So God expects perfection. 
And when we simply commit that one sin, we are already showing at the root, at, at our heart, is that we are sinners, we're disobedient, and sin simply comes from our heart. Well, if you if want to make it even harder, let's just go to what Jesus says in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, and verse 37. And let me paraphrase a little bit. He says something like, You should love the Lord your God with all your soul, and your heart, and your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Think about that. That all of the commands, Jesus said, are wrapped up in two commands. Love God and love people. So my question is, if someone were to say that they are good and righteous and perfect and their good works outweigh their bad works, well, let me ask you this. How well have you done at loving God with all your heart and loving your neighbor as yourself? And so I'll be honest with you, by these verses I see I'm selfish, I'm self-seeking, I'm self-dependent, and, and all that is a sin before God. And so we can understand by these two principles in the Word of God that we are simply guilty. We're guilty because, number one, we are in Adam. In Adam, all have sinned and all will die. The Bible says there's an appointment for us uh, with death. It's going to come because of the problem of sin. But you can also look on the outward, if you want to say it that way, on the branches, you could see that because we are sinners, from our heart comes sin, comes disobedience, comes lying, comes stealing, comes cheating, uh, comes adultery. All of that comes pride, comes because we are sinners by nature in Adam. And so we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so this is bad news. Uh, there's not much good news that we've covered in this podcast but you hang on, because coming up in later podcasts, we're going to look at uh, the fact that because we were in Adam, that's the bad news, but there's also good news, because we are in Christ, and we can be forgiven in Christ. So let's, we have to come to the conclusion that we are sinners. If, if, if someone's going to be healed of a sickness, they have to first uh, realize that they are sick. Even Jesus himself said, uh, only those who are sick need a physician. So when we come to the place where we understand that we are sinners, then we will come to the place where we realize we need Jesus. And He is all we need. If you like some more information about Inside the Lines, feel free to write Inside the Lines at P.O. Box 1261, Fort Mill, that's two words, Fort Mill, South Carolina, 29716. Inside the lines at P.O. Box 1261, Fort Mill, South Carolina, 29716.